My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. Britt here. Today, we have another exciting interview ahead of us. Dr. Dustin Steffi, the CEO of Steffi Consulting, CEO of Chopping Entertainment, who helps business mar- businesses market on social media for success. Dr. Dustin Steffi is also the creator of Chopping Fire Podcast, which has been nominated by the 2022 Podcast People's Choice Awards as the best business podcast. Super excited to have you on here today, Dustin. How's it going? Thanks for taking time out of your day for us. Thanks for having me. It's going good. Awesome, awesome. So we're gonna have we're gonna go over some takeaways and wins. We'll we'll talk about some of the challenges that you faced along the way. Um, so there's gonna be some great conversation within that alone. But before we really get started, would you mind just going ahead and telling us a bit of your story? Because what you're doing is kicking butt, and I, I think is absolutely fantastic. So kind of want to hear about you know where did you start and how did you get to where you are today? Just because. It's sure working out for you really well. So I think it's important to talk about it. So it hasn't always been easy and it hasn't always been where I'm just going 100 miles per hour. Growing right. up for me was uh, pretty poverty ridden. Uh, my dad had a gambling addiction and his favorite hobby was to uh, beat me. And uh, right. my mother didn't really work. So for me growing up, it was a lot of survival and instinct of survival. And so for me to get away, I played sports. And I think that's what I attribute a lot of my work ethic to um, predominantly football. So football really helped me to kind of focus, hone in, take out the frustration that I had growing up and give me the tools to be successful, to be diligent in everything that I do to chase and get after everything that I do. And, go a hundred miles per hour. So growing up a little rough and then I decided, you know what, I need to break the cycle, the mold, and I need to do something to prove everyone wrong because it wasn't just my family. Everybody didn't think I was going to make it considering how I grew up, which is a big stereotype when people look at stereotypes. And so ended up going to the university of Nevada got my undergrad in a dual major for management and marketing. So a bachelor of science in both management and marketing. And then I decided why not continue going to school because no one in my family even graduated from college either. So I figured that would be the first step. So I continued uh, my journey into my master's in business administration with an emphasis in sports management because I wanted to stay within sports and be a sports agent that didn't really happen though and as we can see now but I got that nonetheless and then decided I wanted to continue my education forward and get my uh, doctorate in organizational leadership so me being backed with all this education I'm kind of backed into a into kind of a corner of what do I do with it I got all these tidbits of knowledge I got all this information that I can use to help others. What do I do? 
And so the biggest thing for me was I want to give back everything that I took from my education to everyone else to help people be successful. I do not want anybody growing up the same way that I grew up, which was poor, having to take ice cold baths, having no electricity, all of that stuff. I don't, I don't want that for anyone. So the best way that I can give back is to take the knowledge that I have and apply it to help other businesses, other people, other individuals to be successful. So that's when Steffi Consultant came to fruition because there's a lot of businesses that are run by people that don't understand social media, don't understand how to make a website, don't understand how to market themselves out in this new world. And so right. for me, helping small to medium businesses, mom pops is important to me because I think that's how the United States fires, right? Is on entrepreneurship and on these small businesses, not big corporate. So for right. me, it's important. And so that's, that's Steppy Consultant, but I wanted to take it one step further. I want people to create generational wealth. I want people to be able to invest their money appropriately. I want people to understand that even if you go to school, you aren't armed with all the necessary resources to be successful because there is a lot of real world experience that a lot of these college kids, when they graduate, don't have and then they tend right. to fail which I don't want that I want them to come out and come out the gates running and blazing so we started the chopping with fire podcast which is about entrepreneurship self-development and smart investment strategies specifically within cryptocurrency because everything in the theme of everything for me is future proofing right and cryptocurrency right. is here to stay so right. for that it, it's it's pretty important to be able to give people the resources necessary to be successful. So that's how Chop In Entertainment, Chop In With Fire podcast came to fruition. And of course, I do have a partner in that. I have Jaden Norvell, who is uh, the son of Coach Jay Norvell, who coaches for Colorado State. So it's really, it's been really fun to really have a partner in that podcast and someone who is younger than me, who I can see go through this journey and we can do it together. And right. it's a testament to like, if you really try hard, cause he's 22, I'm 34, you right. can make money and you can be successful. Absolutely. That all sounds amazing. I love that, you know, you look to break the ge uh, the generational curse and, you know, you look to open get more opportunities, more doors open and create ge generational wealth and want to help others as well. Like that's so important. And like you said, like going to college, going to university, like it doesn't always uh, line you up with a plan on how to really be, it can get you degrees, but it doesn't mean you're going to be very successful at the jobs that you're doing afterwards. If you can't, if you don't have a roadmap to, to success, which is where you kind of come in, which is great because I think there's so many people out there that need that support and that guidance and don't have it. I agree with you. And I mean, you and I can have a whole nother podcast on uh, higher education because after going through the higher education echelon, I don't know if I necessarily needed it today to do what right. I'm doing because what I'm arming people with is the information that's necessary to create that wealth and to be successful and to upscale themselves. 
And right. while it's good to go to college and I am not the value in the upper echelon of education, it isn't for everyone. And furthermore, it's expensive and people yes. can't afford it as we can see with our student loan debt. I mean, I have student loans as well, but you know. Me too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, I actually went to school and I, five years and I haven't even used, I, I think I used my degrees for one year. All I have is student debt because of it, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I was looking for. Like it didn't cover anything that I'm doing today, but I, I got sucked in. I went to school. It's like, everyone thinks, you know, go to school, get a job and you're set for life, but it's not necessarily how it works. Right. Um, and I mean, I think- let me let you in on a secret, right? You and I are probably similar generation. Our generation mm-hmm. was programmed where if we graduated high school, went to college and did everything we needed to do, we would make a lot of money. That's how we were taught in high school. And that's not the reality of it. The reality no. of it is a recession hit and it killed us. And there are different medians to make money these days. And you bring up another good point, which is most people that graduate college within their degree field do not use their degree within the field that they graduated. It is a a proven fact that the majority of people go get any job that they can, because really what people view college as is, all right, you're able to commit to something and you made it and you got that piece of paper. It isn't about the experience. It's about the fact that you committed to something, you got the piece of paper, and now we think you're a good candidate because you you did that and you were successful at that. That's really right. what people look at. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't talk about, you know, all the student debt that you accumulate. They don't talk about how hard it is to find a job in the field that you went to school for, or the fact that when you retire, you're getting a tiny, tiny check after putting in 30 years of work, that's barely, barely getting you by at all. So, uh, you know, uh, that's what they don't talk about. And I think it's really important to, you know, create that generational wealth. And I don't think you can do it by only going to school and getting that job. I honestly think you got to, you know, invest in yourself, start a business, do all these things. Like, it's just, it's insane. Uh, So many people are stuck in that, the train of thought that, you know, you just got to go to school and get that degree and you're set for life. And it's not the case at all. So let me, let me ask you something. This will, this will help us solidify a few things. So you look at the richest people in the world, Brittany, right? So you look at, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we got Tim Cook, we got Bill Gates, we got Steve Jobs, even though he's passed on, we got Steve Jobs, we got all these people that have made it and make good money and are successful what do all of them have in common i think they're all entrepreneurs right they are all entrepreneurs but the majority of them dropped out of higher education and they ended up chasing their own dream because they could find that success elsewhere and college wasn't for them So that's a testament of a story right there in itself. Obviously, another podcast for that one. Also, you have to take a look at people. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to take a look at the people that make most of the wealth in America, for example. You only have two classes in America. There is no middle class anymore. You have the rich 
and you have the poor. The rich tend to keep to themselves, keep their secrets. They're not really sharing how to make money, which is keeping Mm -hmm. them rich and keeping us not rich, right? It's keeping us in the poverty level. So I want to be that median that bridges that gap because I think everybody should have a crack at making sure that they have financial wealth to be able to live, enjoy their life and enjoy the creature comforts that everybody else wants. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. And so with, for like, one of my questions is like, you know, with all the building with everyone that builds a six figure or higher business, it comes with wins, of course, but what are some of like the biggest challenges that you've, you faced during going through all these different stages and creating something as big as you did? The scariest part is the ability to have enough resources to continue to keep going because one thing that you have to do to be successful is in order to make money you have to continue to spend it and so there there are time periods that I've had where all my credit cards are maxed out all of my debt is really high I didn't know I was backed up against the corner if I was going to make it from month to month and the the biggest thing is is if you know you have something that you're going to be successful at, you need to keep going because you push past that and eventually you break into that upper echelon. Right. Absolutely. It's, um, and I think a lot of people become afraid of the unknown, which makes them fear investing in themselves. Do you get that vibe vibe from a lot of people? Yeah, I I even had it myself, right? I mean, as much as I am who I am today, I have the fear of failure in the back of my mind. And this isn't even just for business. I mean, the fear of failure in my personal life, the fear of failure in general, the fact that I grew up from nothing and had such a rough childhood. I mean, I don't want to fail. Absolutely. Yeah, you've been through it all. And I, it's amazing how far you've come and over like, your your childhood was rough. And the fact that you'd never you obviously want to change the way things were and like make, make sure you never go down that same kind of path again, right. And it's incredible the things you've done. And so I think it's important with people listening there's going to be people listening that have similar stories, not exact, but um, to hear this because that's um, relatable to a lot of people. And um, so that's why I thought it was really important for you to share your story as well, because people listening, everyone wants to know the story and they relate to it. And sometimes just hearing that one story will change everything. Those are the people that I want to befriend in my life. So those, if those people are listening, I mean, feel free to reach out to me because we have, we have similarities. And if there's something that's going on that you need help with, like I'm a resource, just like most of us are, I'm, I am a resource. Right. Thank you. And so jumping back into about, let's talk a little bit about your podcast. I know you briefly went over it earlier, but what, can you just mention again, when did you start it and what were your intentional actions within starting it to make you, you know, 
grab the bull by so, the horns and just go with it. <laughs> Chopping with fire came to fruition at a dinner table last October. So a year ago, it, it, it was a passion project for me. It was something where I know that podcasting is the future. And I know that it's the best median that can reach a ton of people fast and right. be able to help that as many as possible globally, even. So for me, that was the first thought that crossed my mind. Uh, October to January was rough because I never produced anything. I never, I never talked on speaker, on microphone, on anything before. I, I have public speaking knowledge and public speaking experience, but not to this degree. As far as learning how to edit audio, edit video and edit all that, had no idea fresh off the ship, did not know, did not go to school for it, nothing. So October to January was research, research, research. It was a lot of countless nights on what do I need? How do I, how do I create this success? What is the equipment that I need? What is the cost associated with it? And mind you, running a podcast is not free, which I know you guys know that. I know I know that, mm -hmm. but for the listeners out there that want to start a podcast is you can you can do free things but for the most part in order to find any form of success from it and sound good and be like pretty credible you got to spend money so right. that that was that was a lot of research and still to this day Jaden and I we started January 23rd and now it's uh, it's September 23rd so right now we are 9 months in and I couldn't be more blessed, right? Nine months. You in. already got nominated the best Correct. business podcast. Correct. It's Correct. only been not even a year. Like it's, it's insane. Correct. Most <laughs> podcasts don't see that form of success within a year. So within nine it's months. It's not ever, right? No, no. So within nine mm -hmm. months, humbly, we've been nominated for best business podcast by the people, right? right. We have about 20,000 listeners which in nine months is unheard of for a small podcast to pop out of nowhere. So 20,000 listeners. We're about to have our second live event in person with keynote speakers for cryptocurrency in the Fort Collins area. So that is going to be fun. We're about to get our first big sponsor, which means that we're going to turn a profit for the podcast as well too, before the year mark, mind you, which most podcasts to turn a profit and make money and monetize it appropriately, it's probably one to three years. And we're looking at month 10, we're going to be, we're going to be really turning a lead. And then we're about to release our podcast school on our Patreon that I created to help other fellow podcasters, young podcasters, or people with no experience be able to learn how, how do you create a podcast? What equipment do I need? How do I create success? What does marketing mm -hmm. look like? How do you edit? Like a lot of different things. We are about to create that school for success. That is amazing. Um, because if you want success, those are the things you need to look into. A lot of people don't think about all the little avenues that you really got to take in to account when starting one if you want to become successful so I think it's so important that they have these resources I love that you're providing or want about to provide all of this for everyone um, that's willing to learn and uh, coachable so this is great 
this is all great. How do you go about monetizing your podcast as of now? Like, how are we, how are we surviving right now? Not being monetized or how do we monetize a podcast in general? Two different questions there. Yeah. I want to know about yours. So are we making money right now? And how is that kind of where you want me to head? Well, yeah, basically. Okay. If you if you're if, if you're open to talking about that a yeah, little that's, bit, no, that's fine. So as of right now, I mean, we have a we have a couple affiliate links and affiliate sponsorships where okay. if people band in together, um, we get a small portion back, which helps right. us for some of our costs. But on average, mm-hmm. I mean, our podcast is is generating in bills about 700 bucks a month counting marketing as well because it's important to market something out and right. of that 700 maybe maybe about two 300 comes back to us right now in the form of affiliate affiliates so right. the rest is coming out of our pocket per month for now until we can grow the biggest thing in the podcast world is uh, CPM. So clicks Mm -hmm. per million, right? And so the more subscribers you have, the more viewers you have, the more anything that you have, the higher your rating is, the more you can go after bigger sponsors. So right now, uh, Jaden and I are just about to hit the 20,000, 20K echelon, which- There's still a lot of followers for- for yeah. uh, your yeah. not even a year in. <laughs> Correct. And that echelon right there opens doors up for ads, sponsorships, right. and other things to monetize the podcast back. But that that's small potatoes when you look at a podcast. When you mm-hmm. when you look at where money really is made within the podcast world, let's let's take a look at someone like Joe Rogan, for example. Okay. So he yeah. runs a huge podcast. He has guests on that pay him to come on to the show. Mm -hmm. He has, he has public speaking events that he goes and goes on tours to talk to people about whatever topics he deems fit. Right. Right. So where, where Jaden and I are heading right now is we don't want to be like Joe Rogan because we are ourselves. (laughs) What we want to do is we want to be public figures and take our messages and actually go and talk at universities, go and have a TED talk, go and publicly speak overseas, even help Mm -hmm. others hear my story because my story, you and I, you and I did a synopsis of it, but you get me in a room full of people, public speaking, my story is powerful. It's impactful and it'll help others and it'll relate. And so it is powerful. It's very very valuable and it'll speak to people and it's so important Mm -hmm. to share it so that's that's where we're heading so the money isn't made in just affiliate links and Mm -hmm. uh other things like that the money's made in us burning the boats per se me getting out of the nine to five that i'm in and us traveling and gaining the credibility to be successful to have public speeches at universities on campuses or having Madison Square Garden sold out for one big speech. I mean, people put on an hour long speech and charge anywhere between one, 200 grand sometimes, right? That's not where we're going to be because that's not who I am. And it's not about the money. Obviously it's about the message. Right. 
I, I agree with you. And so with the people that you interview, how do you go about finding them? Um, do, do, are there referrals? Do they do they come to you or do you put a post up or how do you go about attracting the people that you bring on the interviews? So in the beginning, we didn't have any credibility, right? So it was me going after it. Uh, there's this yeah. website called podpageguests.com. Uh, we interviewed the CEO, uh, Andrew Alleman, and uh, cool. he was a very nice gentleman. He put that together for people that have a hard time finding relevant people to interview. Um, so right. that was how we first started first started out now I can't tell you the last time I've had to reach out to someone our calendar is booked all the way through to the first quarter of next year of people that reach out to us to be on the show so uh the I think the biggest thing is credibility and people listening and then those interviews and then the the, yeah knowing who your audience it like the people you're attracting like having a a niche of people that you really want to speak to and and have listening and bringing on the show is going to, they're going to talk about the show to other people there. And then all the people are going to come to you. So it's important because I think a lot of people who do podcasts, they don't even know who they want to like reach out to, to really like make a difference to. And that's where they get stuck. But if you know, like, you know, this is the dream person that I want to listen to this and I want, or I want on the show with me today. If you have like that selected criteria, like that's what we do. And that's why I wanted you on our show is because you tick all the boxes. You're like the dream guest to come on my show. And um, so I'm not just bringing on anyone. Right. And I think that's important. And that way actually grows your business faster because really they're going to refer other people to you and people are going to come to you. You don't have to go looking anymore. Right. So yeah, it's awesome. And you're booked up now. It's incredible. So it looks like you're doing all of the above. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty busy person, as you know, I, I, between the podcast, my consultant business, the nine to five, us finishing me writing the book that I'm going to release at the end of the year. It's, it's a lot of exciting. Yeah. It's a lot of different, a lot of different things. It's, it's been, it's been a blessing, right, to take right. everything that I have and see it come to fruition. And I have a nine-year-old daughter. I'm a single father. And that's the most important thing to me is for her to see her father chasing her dreams because then leading by example, she too will do the same thing. She will. Oh, well, she's very lucky to have a dad like you. Well, when I'm when I'm present, right? She's definitely right. self-sufficient uh little girl because dad <laughs> is always busy. Right, right. And so <clears throat> my next question is what is your biggest focus with okay, so with your podcast but also with your business businesses this year. Like I guess we could relate it back to just the podcast cuz and how it it will affect your business moving forward. What would be your biggest goal and desire focus this year, just for the podcast? No, we kind of touched on it, but if we could go just a little bit deeper in there. I mean, with my podcast, (laughs) when we put together the three and five year plan, we're, we're ahead of schedule on a lot of things Uh, for this year. My biggest goal is to get through the year fully with every single episode, every single week released with every, everything quality related, good to go. 
and build on that to go into year two to make it bigger, to scale it bigger, to put more money into marketing and grow it globally for Jaden and I to be able to, instead of being on a computer screen, being able to go and actually interview in person and or like I was saying before, publicly speak and really build that credibility. So really year one is just getting it in the books and building the credibility. Year two is where we validate it and we start pushing past certain nodes. We start listening to what our people, our fans, our listeners want and start providing that. Right. I love that. And so based on where you are today with your business, what are some of the new challenges um, that could come up if you were to say double or triple your profit and revenue in one year? I think the challenge right now is when we look at the podcast, it's just Jaden and I working it and really to outsource certain things is probably going to be something that we need to look into to be able to have more time to do the things that we want to grow it and scale it. Cause right now you have to realize I'm, I'm sleeping about anywhere between two to four hours a day because you put a lot of effort into trying to make something successful. And so at some point I'm going to have to let go of some control and outsource step back, whether, Mm -hmm. yep. Whether it be social media marketing, Yes, whether it be hiring someone to just specifically do our social media posts and editing or whatever the case may be, but we have to be careful about the fact that Jaden and I need to record and we need to be able to talk to people and get content out. And if we miss getting content out, that's detrimental to the business. So we have to focus on that, which means I think the biggest opportunity is outsourcing and bringing others in, which for me, I have a hard time trusting people yeah. and I have a hard and time you finding work- culture yeah, and to is work- the biggest thing, right? So someone, someone who, aligns- who aligns with your visions and missions and yep. everything like that is so yep. important. It's so yep. important. So I told yes. you, you're not alone. No, you're not <laughs> alone on that. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's, it's critical because if you bring someone in that does not align with the culture, then it devalues it. And I I can't have that considering where I've come from. I, if yeah. anything, I'd like to have someone who is from the ground that doesn't know what's going on, teach them, and, teach them. and then have them upscale with us. That's that, that would be the dream come true right there because that's how I am as a person, right? I'm trying to help all these people. So and you're why giving not them an opportunity. Yeah, I, exactly. I love the kind of person that you are. You are so genuine. And I think because of all your past experience, you're very humble. And I love, I love that about you. And I honestly, if you're to do that, if you're to, you know, uh, bring people in and stuff so you can step back, honestly, I hope that you do go for someone who has no idea what anything about podcasts and, and, and help them grow with you because, um, that's very, very impactful and uh, amazing. So amazing. Anyways, thank you again so much for coming on here today, Dustin. You've been incredible, so much valuable insight, um, sharing your story, speaking to our, our listeners. Um, very appreciated of, of all of that. So 
Uh, again, I hope we can jump on again in the future. I know you're crazy busy, but I'd love to have you on again. But if anyone is interested in connecting with you, what is the best way to going about reaching you? This is always the hardest question because I have so many (laughs) social media avenues between all the businesses. So this is the way I've explained it on all the podcasts that I've been on. If you are genuinely trying to reach out with me, myself alone, and not the business, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn. So you can just search me, Dustin Steffi, and it'll pop up on any one of those three medians. If you so are inclined, to be interested in um, any of the businesses. So specifically, we look at the podcast. Uh, everything is at Chopping With Fire. We have a website, actually. It's www.choppingwithfire.com. So that's C-H-O-P-P-I-N with fire.com. And on there, we have all of our social media links. We have all of our episodes housed there. We have all of the major podcast platforms on there all of the guests we've had that really that website that I built encompasses everything is pretty, it's pretty like thorough. So there isn't really very much you could not find. Love and it. The consultant side of it. Um, if, if you guys are running a business and need some help with social media consulting or website design, uh, it's S T E F F consultant.com. And that that's the other business. Perfect. Great. Well, thank you so much again, Dr. Dustin Steffi. You guys, you know how to connect with him. This guy's amazing. He's doing some great things. So please reach out to him if there's anything you're needing. And group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on as a guest just like Dustin did, we would love to interview you as well. Please go to podcastrebels.com. Thanks again, everybody, and catch you on the next episode. Thanks, Dustin. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.